Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host. Today, we'll be looking at Proverbs 17, 27. The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint, and whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Today, we're looking at this idea of calm words. Calm words. Doesn't that just sound delightful? Doesn't it sound great? You might be thinking right now of that therapist with the calm voice that's soothing, where you're like, ooh, I just love being around that person. I have a friend like this. Every time I talk to her, I feel like she is my personal therapist. Even the way she says my name puts me at ease. It's awesome. We're drawn to people who have calm words. We're drawn to people who treat us in such a way that we enjoy being around them. And as I thought about this, I started to think about the antithesis to this concept. And my mind immediately went to rap battles. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this whole thing, let me tell you a little bit about rap battles. Now, rap battles are typically two people who have a mic and begin to rap at each other. And pretty much it's just, uh, you know, trash talking each other, but with the awesome beat and they're rhyming most of the time. That's, uh, that's the official Tiffany Lyons explanation of what a rap battle is. And so as I think about this idea of these like rap battles, uh, you know, we, we hear the crowd go wild every time a zing is thrown or somebody says something that is particularly offensive toward the other person. They're trying to one up each other in these digs toward each other. And it's something that's entertaining for sure. I mean, there's whole TV shows about it. I mean, James Corden does this with this drop the mic section of his show. And it is so entertaining and with every blow the crowd goes whoa it's so fun but the truth of matter is it may be fun to watch as other people do it to each other but we don't want to experience that when it comes to how people treat us the idea of somebody broadcasting and pulling out all of the things that we're already insecure about that would be devastating And the truth is, Proverbs 18.21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. And so what we say can either speak life over somebody or it can speak death over somebody. And while we celebrate these rap battle moments, while we celebrate these, I want the last word, I want to say the last zing, I want to say what I think will create some fun, maybe it's sarcasm, whatever it might be, over somebody else, just know that it either falls in one of two categories. It either falls in the power of life or the power of death. Everything that you say, there is nothing neutral. So as we talk about people, as people talk about us, as we talk to people, as people talk to us, just know that it's going to fall in one of these two buckets. And what I love about this topic today is we're celebrating calm words. We're not celebrating the zingers that caused the crowd to go, oh, Because while those things might be celebrated in those kind of contexts, when all of a sudden it's brought to us and the way that we treat the people in our lives, 
Our lives are not sitcoms. Our lives are not rap battles. We actually feel the pain of those words. They carry weight. You know, we all have the choice of what we're going to do. We can either be funny and say the zinger, or we can be kind and have calm words. You know, I remember in college, I had this friend who was easy to make fun of, to be honest with you. And I could throw those zingers and they were hysterical. Can I tell you? They were great. They were funny. And I remember that as I um, was going through college, I was talking to uh, my dad and he was saying that, Tiffany, you know, you can choose to say everything that you want to say every time this person does something that you can make fun of, or you could choose to be their friend. Those are the two choices. And he said that he, he talked about a time when he was a young adult and there was uh, another guy that he worked with. And this guy was a dork. I mean, this guy was just like so easy to make fun of. You know, like you see those people on sitcoms, like the whole reason they exist is so that other people can make fun of them and throw those zingers. And he said that he, along with all of his friends, would do that because it was just easy. This dude would make it so easy. He would tee up these zingers for them. And he said he felt like God convicted him and said, hey, are you going to be somebody who throws these zingers because they're easy? Or are you going to choose to only speak things that are going to give life to this person? It's not easy to live a life of restraint. It's not easy to not say everything that comes to your head. I know that I still ask God to help me with this all the time. There are moments that I say that zinger, that I say that joke, and in the moment I'm like, yes, that was so funny, that was so great. But then in my spirit, I realize, gosh, that word had to drop somewhere. Was it life or was it death? And if it wasn't life, I have to ask God to forgive me and to help me do better next time. So what do we do with this? How do we live a life that is actually with restraint when it comes to our words. I mean, how do we have understanding and how do we stay even tempered? Because often we look at our circumstances around us to dictate how we actually choose to respond with our words. See, if somebody is negative toward us, then we think that we've got to be negative toward them. If somebody bows up and gets angry with us, we think we've got to bow up and get angry with them. And so we actually just respond with what other people are doing. So maybe you're thinking today, Tiffany, I would love to be somebody with calm words. I would love to be somebody that speaks life. But can I tell you, I'm not around anybody who speaks life. So I've got to respond the way that they, the way that they talk. But you see, if Jesus lives inside of you, then you don't have to live a life that's dependent on your circumstances or the people around you. You could be the person who begins to speak life over those people. You could actually be an even-tempered person. You know, I started to think through what is a good story? What what's a what's a story in the Bible? Who's a person that we could that we could actually look at their life and how they lived out this whole concept? And I couldn't get it. I couldn't get past anybody else but Jesus. I mean, Jesus lived this life. Here he is God in the flesh. I mean, he has the power to do whatever he wants to do. And yet he lives a life of restraint. And restraint does not equal weakness. We would not look at Jesus's life and think, man, he was weak. But instead, it took so much power to have the restraint that he had. I mean, 
As you read throughout the Gospels, you're going to read story after story after story about how Jesus encountered different people and how people would bow up against Jesus, how people would declare and say things that were untrue about Jesus, how they would assume and assign what Jesus was hoping for or thinking about. And Jesus did not look at every person that came at him as somebody that he would have to then respond back. Can I tell you, if he was in a rap battle, he could win. He's Jesus. He's God. He knows everything. He is all powerful, all knowing. He could point out things in their life that nobody else even knows about. But instead, he does something totally different. Jesus is the epitome of this verse. Let's read it again. The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint. And whoever has understanding is even tempered. How incredible is it that we serve a God who has knowledge and uses words with restraint. We don't serve a God who is flippant with his words. He's not flippant with his words toward us. He uses restraint. We serve a God who is even tempered toward us. I mean, have you ever had a boss or maybe a parent or a spouse or a friend who whenever you went into their presence, you had no idea what version you were going to get of them? Were they going to be excited to see you? Were they going to be mad and angry? What was their temperament going to be like in that moment? And it was a guessing game. Can I tell you, every single time we enter into the presence of God, we are entering into the presence of someone who is even tempered toward us. Someone who loves us and who is the same toward us no matter what we do. Because he is consistent. Because he is faithful. Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is something to celebrate. Let's do our best today, tomorrow, the next day to be a people who are calm with our words. Let's be a people that speak life over others. If we do that, It could change not just your life, but the life of the people around you. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for giving us tools so that we can be wise in our relationships with other people. God, would you help us be a people who use restraint with our words? Would you help us be a people who speak life and not death over others? Would you help us be a people who are even tempered no matter what the situation is that we find ourselves in? In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.